Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Commanding the Huddle. I am your host, Ryan Fowler, pumped up for this next interview for you guys. I have TCU safety Mark Perry with us this evening. Mark, appreciate you joining me, man. Just talk to me about how this pre-draft process has been for you so far. Yeah, you know, it's been really cool, um, you know, being out here in uh, Frisco, Texas, training with, you know, some of the top guys around the country, you know, out here being competitive. You know, it's been really cool. Um, I've been able to focus on some things that I've wanted to clean up during this process and just really, you know, use it as a time for self-reflection and, you know, being able to take that next step and get better. So, you know, it's been a really been a really cool time. Mark, for those out there that maybe weren't able to check you out at Colorado or in the Big 12 at TCU in your extensive career in the Big 12, what is Mark Perry going to offer to a team, not only as a defender, but as a young man and a leader in the locker room? Yeah, you know, I think what stands out to me compared to, you know, some of the other guys in this draft, you know, I'm a guy that's always going to be there on time, always going to be prepared. You know, I've never had any off-the-field issues. So, you know, obviously as a young man, you know, I pride myself on – you know, just being responsible, you know, doing my job, you know, that's what I was preached, you know, since the day I got to TCU, like, it's always been about doing my job. So, you know, just being able to show up and know that I'm going to be accountable is one thing. And then obviously on the field, I think some of the things I've done, you know, in the past speaks for itself. Like, obviously, we all play this game of football because we're competitors. So, you know, obviously, I want to compete. You know, I'm, a, I'm willing to do the dirty work, always a team first mentality. So, you know, just different things like that. I think, you know, whatever team ends up drafting me, that's what they're going to get in me. And, you know, I'm a selfless guy. So, you know, anything that I need to do is going to be done. Mark, take me into your time, man, going from Colorado to TCU. Obviously, the transfer portal is, is a massive part for really for everybody, seemingly, in college football now. And going from two and playing in two Power Five conferences in the pack and then going to the Big 12, just maybe some of your experiences and how playing in the pack was different to maybe playing in the Big 12 and some different responsibilities that you had either spot. Yeah, so, you know, at Colorado, I kind of played a different uh, different position. So, like, my first couple years there, I was more of a in a nickel safety kind of role. And then um, once I got out here to TCU, I've been in more of a strong safety role. And, you know, at both of my schools, you know, we played two different schemes. So, you know, it's just been interesting to see the different play styles of obviously the Pac-12 versus the Big 12. Like, once I got to the Big 12, you know, everybody was trying to go tempo, air it out, like – and then in the Pac-12, you know, I feel like it was a little bit more methodical. You know, you still had a lot of great quarterbacks, but, you know, it was just a little bit more methodical. So it's been pretty interesting, you know, just to be able to see the different approaches that these offenses take. And then, you know, from my perspective of things, being able to see, you know, how these different schemes work. You know, I've played when I was at Colorado, I had a few different D coordinators. So, you know, over my time in college, I've played in a few different schemes. So, you know, I've, I've been able to adapt pretty quickly to change. Mark, take me into the 2022 season. I got to ask you about that and just reminisce a little bit. I know it didn't end for you guys how you wanted it to end against Georgia, but you got to take me into that experience in the CFP and the season that you guys had. Just a dominant campaign either side of the ball for you guys. Take me into that season and just how special it was in that CFP run back in 2022. Yeah, you know, it was actually really interesting because, you know, obviously that was my first year at TCU. So, you know, I'm kind of trying to get adjusted and, you know, just – you know, learn 
learn how people do things around TCU, you know, get to know my teammates. And, you know, it was pretty interesting because, you know, obviously I just got there and then, you know, it was Coach Sonny Dyke's first year. So nobody really knew what to expect. But, you know, that year we had quite a bit of upperclassmen. So, you know, just having that leadership was really what took us that far. Like, you know, practice was always good on good. You never, Coach Dykes never really had to tell us, you know, how to practice or just different things like that. You know, when you have so much maturity around the building, it's kind of easier to navigate things. So I think that was one of the biggest things from that season. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, TCU is really like, I feel like what I needed in my career because I feel like TCU kind of reflects how my journey has gone personally, like in my career. Like we were always that year. We were always the underdog. Like, nobody really expected us to do much. But, you know, we just kept, you know, blocking out the noise and, you know, doing the dirty work in the dark. So, you know, after week after week, we just went out there and executed, you know, focused on the details and, you know, we're really good in situational football. So, and I think that showed throughout that whole year. And like you said, obviously it didn't end how we wanted it to. But, you know, still proud of what we were able to do. And, you know, it was, it was, it was really fun. Mark, you had an, obviously an excellent season in 22, and then you carried it into this past fall and had a hell of a year as a versatile piece, really, at all three levels for the TCU defense. And then you go to Shrine these last few weeks. And for those out there that haven't turned on the Shrine film, turn it on, and Mark Perry's going to be everywhere for you. Check him out. But talk to me about that week, man, down in Frisco, Texas, that you had. Obviously getting the invite from Eric Alco and his staff and just showing up there and competing against some of the best offensive talent in the country. Yeah, you know, that was big as well. You know, I just kind of went into it just trying to be myself, you know, not trying to overemphasize anything or make it bigger than what it is. You know, at the end of the day, it was still football. So um, it was really cool, you know, meeting some of the guys from around the country again, obviously, um, you know, really got to, you know, just build build some bonds in that short period of time with a lot of those guys. And, you know, I think it kind of showed in the game. I feel like our team, our secondary that we were playing with, you know, we were flying around, we were communicating. So it was really fun. And I think I put my best foot forward that week. Um, most definitely had some things that I wanted to show on film. And, you know, I think I made a pretty good impression with a lot of teams. And then obviously anybody that didn't really get to see me at TCU, you know, got to open a few eyes. So it was a really productive week. And I'm thankful uh, for Eric for giving me the opportunity to go out there and showcase myself. You absolutely did, man. I think one of the main parts of conversations after Shrine was your alignment versatility. And you talked a little bit about it earlier, but just be able to play in the box, nickel, free safety, strong safety, outside corner, doesn't matter. You can line anywhere for a defense, and I think that's obviously so important for a defense. Can you just talk about how that's going to translate to the next level and really how important and how you take pride and be able to do a lot of different things from multitude of alignments? Yeah, you know, so since I was in high school, I, I didn't start playing defense until my junior year of high school, and I originally was a corner. That's when I was, you know, obviously a little bit smaller. Yeah. And then once I got to college, uh, they had me put on some weight, and that's when I kind of transitioned more into that nickel role. So I've really played all around the back end, and, you know, every year I've just kind of taken bits and pieces from each position I've played. And, you know, I think for me it's a thing of having a rare speed and size combo. Like when I weighed in at the Shrine Bowl, I was six foot 215, and, you know, Obviously, people aren't going to get to see what I run at the combine. But once pro day comes around, you know, I think I'm going to surprise a lot of people with, you know, the times that I put up. So just being able to have that size and speed combo kind of takes away from, 
you know, the things the offenses can do on the field. Like, I can go match up with a bigger body tight end. I can run with a slot receiver, can come in and blitz, you know, whatever whatever gap you need me to. Like, I've, I've done all these things across my college career and have put things on film. So, you know, I think once a team sees that and kind of figures out how it is that they want to use me, I think that I'm, I'm going to be able to do whatever it is that they ask me to do. Absolutely. Mark, take me into a little bit of your process during the week and how you win a rep before the ball's ever snapped. Now, I know we talked about your versatility, but take it through if you're in the box or maybe if you're playing that maybe a single high safety role at a certain portion of the game. I know some guys out there really, it's hard to evaluate guys that play that 3-3-5 stack in the Big 12, which makes it tough sometimes. But for a guy like you and has that versatility, it really isn't that tough to project you right to the NFL level. Talk about some things and take us into the layers of your film study and how, again, you identify what players like to do before the ball's ever snapped yeah so for me you know i'm a big film guy um we use thundercloud at tcu Mm -hmm. so thundercloud actually has some really cool features where you can throw on different filters so what i would like to do like if we were playing a team that had you know a dominant receiver that week you know i would filter the filter the thundercloud to where i could see all of his catches like any any ball that he's caught all year long it's like okay I kind of write down, I have a notebook, and I will write down, like, okay, most of his catches are coming when the ball is on the right hash. He's running these routes. He's catching the ball on these specific routes. He's catching the ball in this area of the field. You know, just just kind of picking up on different things like that. And um, I do a lot of study on the quarterback as well, just trying to, you know, predict his cadence, kind of how he gets when he gets to the line. Is he a big check check guy that's gonna get up to the line and you know fake us and then check the call or you know is he quick count like just different things like that and you know seeing how quarterbacks are in their reads as well you know a lot of quarterbacks in the big 12 some of them are really good with looking off the post safety some of them are more you know they stare down their receivers so you know it's a it's a week by week thing and you know knowing who we're playing but I think some of those things that you're able to see on film definitely keep you a step ahead in the three three five to be able to, you know, disguise whatever defense you're running or just different things like that. Mark, you have your own individual high-level skill set that's obviously going to make an impact for NFL team quickly here in these next few months as we move into your first training camp here in, in the summertime. But are there guys that are active or inactive maybe that you looked at growing up or look at now that maybe you pull some certain things from their game and try to add into your bag defensively? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of there's really a lot of good safeties in the league right now, um, mm-hmm. especially a lot of good young guys. Um, you know, I've always really looked at like what Derwin James is able to do. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of those bigger safeties that kind of has as well that versatility piece. You know, you see him manning up on tight end and see him doing a lot of things in the box. Um, but, you know, there's there's so many like there's Xavier McKinney. There's Kyle Hamilton, there's Jesse Bates. Like, there's a lot of a lot of good safeties in the league. So I really like to watch all of them. And, you know, I'm really into the body breakdowns that the NFL posts. And anytime, like, I see a DB or a safety on there, you know, I jump on it really quick because I just kind of like to see how they process things pre-snap to, you know, once the ball is snapped. And, you know, just one of, one of my favorite ones I've probably seen was Kevin Byard and just seeing how he talked about – what he sees pre-snap. So, you know, I think, you know, being able to stay ahead of the game with film and, you know, with experience as well, you know, that's big for me. So, 
Absolutely. Look, Mark, talk to me, man, about what you like to do off the field, right? When you're not playing ball, you're not strapped up. You like the game, you like to cook. What are some things that Mark Perry likes to do away from football? Yeah, really, really in the gaming, you know, play a lot of Call of Duty, Madden, different stuff like that. But I'd probably say my biggest passion, um, I'm really into fashion and clothing. So, um, you know, kind of kind of started when I was a little bit younger. I grew up with, uh, I have three older sisters and one older brother. And coming up, I lived with two of my older sisters and my mom. So, you know, just growing up around all women, like, they always had a whole bunch of clothes and different stuff. And my sister was kind of the one that you know, led me to liking clothing and, you know, paying attention to what I put on. So, um, you know, I'm really into fashion, kind of have my own, my own thing that I'm slowly getting in the works. So okay. you know, that's, that's something I'm really into outside of football. Awesome. And a little bit of a sneak peek for us. I, a little clothing line for Mark Perry coming out here in the near future. Yes, sir. Awesome. And look, last one before we get you out of here, Mark, how special is it going to be, man, when you hear your name called here in April, when you look back on this process from first time when you were a kid, first ever put on a helmet, didn't know where the straps went, didn't know how to put on shoulder pads, <laughs> and you get to Colorado and TCU and obviously the hell of a pre-draft process that you've had so far, man. How special is that going to be for you and your family when you hear your name called in a few months? It's going to be really special, you know, because, you know, for me, I wasn't always the you know, the five-star guy, the guy that had all the hype. Like, I was more of a behind-the-scenes, you know, just head down and keep working kind of guy. So being able to, you know, hear my name called on draft day, you know, that's going to be huge for me. I think it's going to be a huge confidence booster for me, knowing that, you know, I belong in this league. And just seeing the growth that I'm going to be able to have, you know, I realized that, you know, once you hear your name called, that's not that's not the end of the journey. You didn't make it there. And once you hear your name called, that's when the work is just getting started. So, you know, just being able to see how I change from the day that I get drafted to, you know, the day I retire, seeing the growth and how much I was able to do, that's going to be huge for me. But, you know, definitely hearing my name on draft day, that's going to be huge for me. That's going to be a good start. All right, everyone, that's my conversation with TCU safety Mark Perry, one of the more versatile defenders in this entire class. I love when guys get on here and they downplay a little bit just how darn good they were at some of their pre-draft showcases, whether it was Hula Bowl or Shrine Bowl or Senior Bowl, it doesn't matter. When these guys show up to these events and they pop, they pop. And look, Mark Perry is a heck of a defensive talent. I talked about his transition going from the Pac-12 at Colorado to TCU and versatile defenders just don't last long on boards. He's going to be a multi-phase contributor on defense and on special teams. Not afraid to bring your lunch pail type of work. Type of guy that's going to come into a facility and just work his tail off. You guys heard him say, you know, drafting is one thing, but getting in the building, the weight room, nutrition, taking care of your body, and then obviously strapping up and making an impact for a defense. That's really where the work starts here in the summer for Mark Perry and for a lot of other guys are going to hear their names called defensively in April. So... As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. All my work is at Bleacher Report and the Draft Network. I'm at X at underscore Ryan Fowler, if you don't follow me there already. And as always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Lots more of these prospect interviews to come. So talk to you soon. Appreciate you guys as always. You can find us on all podcast platforms. I am Ryan Fowler, and this is Commanding the Huddle. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.